Blog Talk Radio. Okay, good deal. Thank you, Ed Oliver. All right, good deal, good deal. So I got my youngest son on, my youngest daughter on, and my wife on so far. So good deal, good deal, good deal. Oh, thank God for today. Thank God for this moment. Thank God that we are yet still alive. Thank God that we can even thank you, Lord. Um, Thank you, Elder Oliver, for your platform on Chaos Talk Talk Radio. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your energy and your time. Uh, May God, as I say always, may God continue to bless your platform that it would be even larger. And I know you can handle it because it's yours and he gave it to you. Thank you and your family. And may God continue to bless you. All right, good deal. All right, we we still sending family text messages. Okay, good deal. All right, so tonight, all right, are you in? All right, I'm going to have to read all these. Y'all keep sending them now. So Pasa is on, my youngest son, Ricky Bluett, and... Aja, my youngest daughter, she's on, and my wife is on. Okay. All right. So are we done with the text message so I can keep going? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. So tonight, um, and, and also I want to mention that my oldest son and my middle daughter, Tuffy and uh, Vanessa, uh, they've been in Puerto Rico for the last two weeks on a missionary um, a missionary assignment uh, with some people, and and they've been sending us videos and pictures. Uh, they've been staying in the jungle. That's something I probably wouldn't have done myself, but they've been staying in the jungle, eating fresh food, real food. Uh, sending videos of live chickens running around, and all of a sudden I get another video of a a chicken with no feathers getting ready to get cooked. So uh, I just I told both of them a couple of days ago, don't bring nothing back that the doctors don't know about. And my oldest son said, well, if we if, if that happens, we ain't coming back. So either he loves us not to bring it to us, or it's something they can't cure. But no, he's just enjoying all, himself. He is enjoying himself. But to that question or to that statement I made, he don't want to. He don't want to kill us either. If, and he said, if he catch something, you know, they can't get back. But but thank God for keeping my son and my daughter uh, on the missionary journey that they're on. Um, and may there be many more uh, to other places in the world. So again. Tonight we're going to talk about faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. That's the subject tonight. So get that in the back of your mind. Let it stay there. And as I read these scriptures, reveal. I want y'all to reveal what God gives you as I read it. Faith without works is dead. All right? And this comes out of the book of James. 
the half-brother to Jesus, chapter 2, verse 14. James, chapter 2, verse 14. Faith without works is dead. So, uh, does anybody have to say anything uh, before we start? Uh, can I get a get somebody to pray us in, and we will start. Well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another um, Royal Blues um, broadcast. Lord God, we just pray that um, this word touch each and every person that's listening and let them take something away from this broadcast that can help them for the rest of their lives, Lord God. And help us, Lord God, to um, to dissect the scriptures um, as you give it to us, Lord God. This is a living word, and we just thank God for the word coming alive so we can express what through the word, Lord God, and what the what the word is saying, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you, and we praise you in advance for touching each and every listener, Lord God, that's listening to this broadcast in Jesus Christ's name, and and touch the reader and the teacher on tonight as well, Lord God, to dissect the word as you would give it to him, Lord God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, sweetie. So, James chapter 2, verse 14. What does it profit, my brother, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Right? So the commentary on that is the two questions poised, posed in, in James chapter 2, 14, 14 ought to anticipate negative responses. James knew that there was no benefit to an individual or to those around him if there's an empty claim of faith without evidence. The Bible consistently teaches that when a person is born again, there will be evidence of it in that way, in the way that he lives. So it's it's not by works that we are saved. It's by faith in Jesus Christ that we're saved. But when we are saved, the evidence follows. The works follow, if y'all can understand what I'm saying. So... God said that, they, that we didn't have to do works to be saved. When we are saved and we build that faith, the faith that we have produces work. Any comments? Yeah, no, I have a yet. comment. Um, I have a comment. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. So um, back in 2020, I died. <laughs> Sorry, just put it out there for the people that are just now joining in, don't know my story. But um, I died back in 2020 um, with a brain disease um, on the on the bed, on the hospital bed. And thing that saved me was the spirit of God moving through my mom to move through me by tickling the bottom of my, of my feet. And even after that, I'm still not knowing stuff. Even before, even before I died, 
I was I was I was losing my mind. I didn't know where I was. I was very combative, but at the same time, I'm preaching people to hell. But in a way that it wasn't. It was still. It was still. I, I can't. I don't. I don't know about that. But I can say that I was so eager to get to God because he he put me in that situation. But he still moved because I still had faith. In a, in, a, in a way, my mom had faith. We didn't give up. My whole family had faith, because literally it was it was it was flatline dead. Like it was it was that was a vegetable, if anything. But we had that faith. That faith, like it, that word, is just so strong because it believing without seeing, believing without any, believing while the odds are against you. Basically, the doctors in in my mama's face telling us like what you, like what you want to do, but God, the spirit mm. of God moved. That's it. Yeah, that Word, was I had to, not just believe in God. The works I had to do the works as God poured into me to make my faith come alive. And for God to move, for hold on, for God for for God to move through you, through the Spirit in that specific way, and for me to the first acknowledgement that I had afterwards was singing gospel songs. That's just that just says enough right there. That says enough right there. The the story of David, he could have been, but he wasn't. That's all. Mm-hmm. And your song was "I Want to Be Where You Are" by Tasha uh, Cobbs. If I find favor, what is it? Um, if I find favor, yeah, Lord, in your side. if I find favor in your side, Lord, please hear my heart cry. Lord, please, like what? And you were singing that over and over. I'm waiting to be where you are. And I was waiting. To be where I, you was, I was like before. Hold on, before. I died. I can honestly say I was depressed. I was ready to not even end it myself because I know I'm gonna go to hell. So I, I wasn't that bold, but I wanted to. I wanted to go somewhere, and just for me to realize in that state of not knowing anything but God, I want to be where you are. That's strong. But the faith, my faith, I had to put in the work. We have to put in the work. Faith without works is dead. Okay, so I can believe all day long, but if I didn't put in the work, you know, getting you up every day, uh, making them give me a, a gate belt, making you walk, making making them give me a wheelchair to push you down to the um, to the garden, you know, you weren't even supposed to be out the bed. And I'm taking all of this equipment down there with me every day. And I told them, my daughter's not going to lay up here and die. But what if I would have sat there and listened to them and give her all this medicine? Yes, she was combative. Yes, she was um, swinging, and she kicked me almost through the wall. But I had to lay in that bed and hold you every night. So that so you bad, wouldn't Mom. hurt yourself. Huh? Say it again. I said, my bad, Mom. I said, my bad, Mom. No, you're good. I mean, but I was equipped for this, and this was what make it so good. I was already... I already had experience in this field and not even knowing 
that I was had to deal with my daughter with the same thing that I was dealing with with the client. So this is my thing. Work. I had to put in the work. I had to hold you down at night. I had to take you down to the garden uh, in the daytime. I had to make them not give you medicine to make you sleepy. You know, and I told them, you, they, they was not going to drug you up. That's that wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. I showed them how I was going to teach you how to swallow with those shot cups and not this big straw that kept making you choke. You know, I could have let you lay there and, and, and perish and not and blowing bubbles and spitting and putting a, a towel up under your, your God, God said not so. Whose report are we going to believe? We can rep- believe the report all day long. But guess what? If you don't put in some work with your belief, then guess what? All right, I'm in the drive here, guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you have to put in the work. Faith without work is, 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 I mean, you have to put in the work. You can say you have faith all day long. Go ahead, um, think. All right, so so what happened to my daughter at that time? We can we can talk about that pretty much all night. Um, if I if I talk about that situation, um, we're going to be done for the night. So I, I want to go through a few more verses. Um. And, and keep it moving. Um, so my son, that you know, passed out that song. Um, he was incarcerated at that time, and I'm not really going to go into it, but I just want to say this: that he was incarcerated at that time, and. I would pretty much say that he would have handled it like I did. And it it wasn't about, at that time, my mind frame was not about faith. It was about what I couldn't do for my daughter that was in a bad situation as a father Your first instinct is to take care of yours. And I don't care if you're in the church. I don't care if you believe in Jesus Christ at the time. Your first instinct is to protect yours. And... uh, the balance that me and my wife had at that time was that she was on the faith side. I was on the daddy side. And uh, I want to say that God kept that, that balance. I can't say that he did. I want to say that he did, though. He kept that balance. Because my wife stayed in the hospital the whole time, took care of the home front. 
in the business of our family. So, <laughs> leave that right there. Leave that right there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we we in James chapter 2. Uh, I'm going to read verse 14. We're going to 15 and 16. So, I'm going to read 14 again. We're going to 15 and 16. What does it profit, my brother, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? So verse 15 and 16, if a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, if they don't have uh, a means to eat, even eat, and one of you say unto them, despite, I mean, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Right? James gave an example of a fellow believer who lacks clothing and food. He then asks, what good is accomplished if all we do is give the person encouraging words without providing tangible help? without even helping them. We should help in any way we can, even if it's just a little bit. Our faith should cause us to realize that when we see such a need and do something to help, even though we feel in short supply ourselves, God will honor that we God will honor that faith and rewards in some way. Proverbs indicates that when we give To help the poor, God will return to us what we have given. So I I know y'all have heard or been in the situation where somebody comes to you in need or you run across a person in need and all you do is pray for them, which is good, or all you do is give them uh, something to eat, or all you do is give them a coat and you push them on their way. Is there going to be another you they run into? Is there going to be another you that would help them? Is there going to be a situation to where their situation is helped for them to get back on their feet? You know, it's good to hug people. It's good to smile with people. It's good to give a good word to people. Or whatever, but if we see a need and we have some type of means to meet the need, even though it may be little, that may be all that you have, are we even given that? Are we helping the situation or are we band-aiding the situation for them to move on in front you know in from in front of our face? Any comments, questions? Nothing, but that was beautifully said. How you said band-aided the bed, the band-aid metaphor. That was beautiful. Hmm. Okay. Ricky, did we answer the question in fourteen? Yeah, we we good with fourteen. We in fifteen and sixteen right now. 
Okay, so let's go to 14. What does it profit, my brother, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? So the actual answer to that question will be further on in our readings tonight. The actual answer is no. Now, me saying no, whether there is scripture that says all you have to do is have faith, James is making this, breaking this down because when you have faith, there ought to be works because of your faith. All right? So just in the scripture of James, the answer to question, I mean, the answer to verse 14 is no. And James is explaining now why it is no. In verses 15 and 16, as we go on. You good, Tate? Yes, sir. All right. Pasa, you got anything? No, I was, um, the last scripture you just read just basically touched on faith without works is dead. That's, that was basically what I was saying as well. But in a, um, like an actual way, but I mean, to speak on faith without works, I mean, I feel like at a, in a physical standpoint, um, it's just like a, a thought or an illusion or like a or something like that to if you don't actually have works that go along to what you have faith in or what you believe in and stuff like that. So um yeah, that's that's the main thing about it, um, what I have to say about faith that works. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. We just read 15 and 16 of James chapter 2. Let's, uh, let's go into verses 17 and 18. All right? So verse 17 of James chapter 2. Even so faith, if it have not works, is dead being alone. So what, what James is saying is that, okay, it's good to believe in Jesus Christ. That's what the gospel is, is about. But once you believe and you're converted by the Holy Spirit, it should be some works performed after that, right? Verse 18. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, <clears throat> and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by, thou, by my works. So we have to have, as evidence of having faith, we have to have some type of works or some type of way that we've been changed to help others to meet a need because of how we've changed, right? So these verses refer to someone who professes to have faith but gives no follow-up of evidence. Works do not earn us salvation, but they do provide verification of genuine salvation. The word translated yea at the beginning of James 2 and 18 indicates an objection is coming. The word is usually translated but. Here James anticipated that someone would argue <clears throat> that all is well and good with you, 
But while you rely on faith, I rely on works. The objective seems to be separated, separating works from faith and suggesting that works are what really matter. James' response again was that works do not replace faith, but give proof that faith is genuine. Hmm. So, so, oh, thank you, Jesus. So a question uh, I just got. If if we're saved, if we're saved by faith because we believe, the aftermath should be our works in what we do now that we believe, right? So how can we, oh, man. I was studying something about the tongue this morning, and I, I can't bring that in because we'd be here all night doing that. So if we're converted, our works or the things that we do in our life now should be favorable to others, should be favorable to God. How do we suddenly change? when we have an argument with somebody? How do we suddenly change when we get upset? How do we suddenly change when somebody do us wrong? And that change is being negative, being argumentative, being cursing somebody out, being doing somebody wrong, the opposite of what God would want us to do. So to say, in saying that, we always have to remember and be mindful to be humble. When we see a situation getting ready to happen, because God has revealed it, it's in our face, we see it happening, we have to remember who we are and whose we are. We should not feel that we have to impress the person that's in front of us. We should not feel that we have to impress the people that see what we finna go through behind somebody else. We should be humble and in front of everybody that's watching to say, we need to say, sister or brother, you know what? Uh, let's talk. Uh, if they even think we're wrong, let's apologize. And let's be the lower person as in being humble. Any comments, questions? Well, I just had a conversation with uh, my granddaughter, Jada about being a bigger person and just walking away. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And the way that people, I mean, the way things are going and how people are so short-tempered now, you may not walk out of the situation at all. You may not walk out of the situation. But you have to look at it 
as a life or death situation. My kids were put in a situation. My kids were put in a situation since they've been over there in Coast. And if it had, a, if they've been in the states when it happened, it would have played out different. But my, um, my thought was. You should always have that in the back of your mind. You're in a situation where you have to be the bigger person because you want somebody else's touch. And when you want somebody, we was raised up in the hood. If you, and, and somebody else touch, and somebody asks you what's up, and you got an attitude, what you mean what's up? Oh, you're going to get dealt with. They will humble you real quick. So always put yourself in a humbling position as you on somebody else's turf to make it, to start off by helping you be humble. That will help you be humble. Always think about that. I'm not on, I'm not on, on you know, I'm on the, on the wrong side of the track. And we have to have that, whatever, whatever tricks or whatever we have to put in our minds, you know, to be the bigger person, you have to do that now. You have to do it. We have to do that. And that was the first thing that came to my mind when they told me that. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa told me what happened today. So, uh, I'm just glad that it didn't go any further than what it did and by Tuffy pulling her back and her pulling Tuffy back and and um just being who they are. So yeah. Yeah, she told right. me the and, day whatever. And guess what? It worked out in their favor. It worked out in your favor. When you just learn how to just be quiet, it's, it has to. It has to work out in your favor. And guess what? It worked out in their favor. Okay, so I don't know what the outcome I know uh the guy was going to have a meeting with Tuffy and that Vanessa wanted to join that meeting. So I don't know the outcome of that meeting, but I don't want to know right now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm just going to say this. You don't have to know the outcome. Of, I'm not going to say the outcome of the meeting. I'm just going to say that they end up bumping into the guy in a restaurant. And it was really, really a good outcome. God was said, God is so strategic. He is so strategic. And that's why we don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to try to prove, you know, that we're right or try to, you know, um, tell our side of the story. No, you don't have to do all that. God knows. And God going to put people in the right place at the right time for everything to, to, to unfold. And guess what? It unfolded. Okay. And guess what? It's all, right. it's all good. All right. Good deal. Good deal. So we'll we'll hear the story on that when they get back. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. So we're in James. We're gonna to go to verses nineteen and twenty. Verses nineteen and twenty of James chapter two. So verse nineteen. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devil. The devils also believe and tremble, 
But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So verse 19, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So what James is saying, uh, yeah, you believe that there's a God. The devils also believe that there's a God, that there's a God and they tremble. But also there's a, a son named Jesus Christ that you have to believe in also, right? So you got a lot of people that have faith in God, but your faith comes through Jesus Christ is what he's telling the church at this time. Thou believe that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Verse 20, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. James is not contradicting what Paul said in the book of Romans about just believing in the name of Jesus Christ uh, by faith and you shall be saved. He's not contradicting that. What James is trying to put on the board is that if you believe and accept Jesus Christ as your uh, Lord and Savior, because you believe there should be some works, there should be some evidence that you believe. That's what he's trying to, to teach. That. That is what he's trying to say right now. So, but what thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. So, because you gave your life to Christ and you didn't go to church, or you gave your life to Christ and you didn't study the word of God, or you didn't seek the knowledge of God, if you didn't try to seek what further plan God has for you after you have given your life to Christ, your faith alone with no evidence of of works because of that faith is dead. Y'all feel me? You understand? Yeah, I, I could... That's the same thing that I yeah. believe because, because like when, if something whatever is in your mind, like whatever you think about, like whatever you truly care about, um, other words, whatever you have faith in, then that's what's on your mind, and usually what's on your mind spills out into reality. So if whatever you have faith in is in, in like your reality in some type of way, which is the physical, which is like the works. Um, then that you don't really have faith in it, or I mean, it's not even uh, any any other way to explain it. But I mean, if you truly have faith in something, then it'll spill out into your reality one way or another. So that's just question, question. Absolutely, absolutely, it's, and 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 not just speaking of faith. Whatever you believe in or whatever you profess to people or whatever, or whatever you're doing in life, if you don't do the work of that, you know, you can say what all you, all you want to say to people, okay, you know, well, 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 Victor said this, you know, whatever, and he's doing this, that, and the other, but I don't see no works behind what he's doing. You know, it, it falls. It's a failure. You know, so just, so in faith, and you're absolutely correct, Pastor, in faith, and, and whatever you're doing, if there's no works in it, it, it's nothing. So, like, just like, you know, somebody want to start their own business, 
well, you know, I'm going to do this, that, and the other, and I'm working on this, that, and the other, and doing this, and all that, and all this. You know, a month later, you know, hey, bro, how you doing? Hey, sister, how you doing? Well, I'm still telling people. Well, I'm. Where the where are the works? What's your proof of of who you say you are? You know. And I know, growing up in the hood, it was like, you know. That's a good brother. That's a good sister, whatever, you know. And, and when every time I get around them, you know, they make me feel a certain way or they doing, doing for me or doing this, that, and the other for me and all this, that, and the other. You know, and, and to this day, I, I keep I, – I try to stay genuine on if somebody need help and I have the means to help them, I'm going to help them. That's called work. I have been in situations earlier in my life where – I didn't have, and 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 I needed help. I got the help. I have to return what was given to me. I have to return how it made me feel, and I wanted whoever I was helping to feel the same way that they had been helped and feel good about themselves, that they can move on to the next step. See? And I do that in my life right now. If you need it, and I got it, it's yours. And and, and and something funny about God is that if you're generally helping somebody out of the goodness of your heart, it's something about God that that just... charge you, that just makes you want to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And he provides the substance for you to do it because he knows that if he give it to you, you're going to give it to somebody else. (laughs) That's the rule of law. That's the rule of faith. That's the rule of friendship. That's the rule of uh, helping God's people who are created in his image. So if you can't do somebody else right, uh, you're only pretending to do God right because it was God who created the people in his own image. So as you treat God and you try to give all this money and offerings and do, oh, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus, but you turn around and do your brother wrong, it's in vain. God does not recognize it. But God said, how can you give to me and do for me and be about me, but the people I created like you that are created in my image, you don't even recognize. So you have a false faith. You have a false belief. And you have and, and you're considered ignorant. Not in a negative way. Ignorant means that you don't know. So as you are saved, as you have started building your faith Get in the word of God to gain knowledge of God and his son. That way it can move you on faster. It can move you on to be perfect. What does perfect? What does a perfect person look like in, in, in God? A perfect person is considered a mature person that's mature in the faith of God, mature in the word of God. That's a perfect person that the scripture uh, talks about to become a perfect person. 
is to be mature in the faith, mature in knowledge of God, the scriptures. Mature in the word of God. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty much, we're not going to go any further. Oh, verse 21 starts talking about Abraham. Uh, and we know about Abraham that God had asked him to sacrifice his son. And Abraham got up early the next morning to do just that. And that's called the works. That's called the, the physical of your faith, the works. He was going to the mountain God described to him to go to, to do just that, sacrifice his son, when he had only one son. But God told Abraham that he would have many descendants as the stars in the sky. But his first son, God was asking him to sacrifice. And we know the story that he uh, had a ram caught in the thicket or in the bushes to sacrifice other than his son. His son. But God counted it to him as faith. All right? But anyway, uh, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, I'll just pass off my wife. If y'all got anything y'all want to say. Uh, before we end it tonight. Yes, um, I can just say, Uh, I just want to say that as long as God wakes you up every morning, keep going. Like, there has to be something else that needs to be done, something else that he needs you to touch. Don't give up. There's still promises to be made in Jesus' name. Absolutely. 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 It's, 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 and to me, at the age of 62, it's like every time he wakes me up, it's just another door open um, to, to, to do even more or another door open to make it even better, another door open to even apologize. Um, and, and, and I don't want <laughs> to go back to your situation, Audrey, when you was in the hospital, but it just, that, that's a chapter of my life that, 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 um, that built my faith even more, you know, and, 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 you know, when you got out and you came home and, and, and then you came up missing, you left the house and I was thinking about your mental situation and, and and that day that morning I we had all these police up and down the street parked and other police looking in, in the lake looking around the neighbor you know that day I got mad at God oh uh, for allowing this to happen I got I got mad at him uh for for Letting me go, uh, presenting this to my family, presenting this to me as a father that I couldn't uh, protect my daughter or that I couldn't put my hands on my daughter or that I didn't know what my daughter was as a father. I got mad at God, and I told your mother that. I told this policeman that, 
You know, the pastor came over to the house. I told him that, that I was mad with God. See, I was mad with him. But then, but then when, when Vanessa started investigating on Instagram and Facebook and looking for stuff, and she found out where you was through uh, Facebook, it, it was at the time where I was so pissed off with God and so messed up, I left the house several times that day in my work truck looking for you and coming back without you. And what Vanessa did, and she told me that information that she had found out where you was, it 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 made me not be mad with God anymore. It built my faith up a little bit more. That if another incident happens with whoever in my family, I can have that much more faith. And, and it's the, the trials and tribulations that we go through that builds our faith. That was a trial and tribulation I don't want to ever, ever go through again in my life. I know God can. <laughs> I know God can. So, not 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 to, to 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 to. I can stay on that for a while, but tonight was show me your faith by your works. Can I can right. I say this? Yeah. I want to say this. I had came back upstairs and laid down and went to sleep. And when I laid back down, I heard Isaac say, I'm okay. It was so clear in my in my ear. I got up and looked in the closet. I looked around to see if she was here. It was that clear. And I had, um, I ended up, Having a, a a good lump sum of money, I had saved a lot of money. The two months that I was in the um, hospital with her, I saved a, a big chunk of money. And um, God gave me a specific person to call because I was going to use that money or reward. But I had already put in my mind that I was going to bless somebody with some of that money. So I called the person. The enemy will put stuff in your mind to have you think it's outside of what God promised you. And the first thing came in my mind, no, you need to use that money for a reward. You don't, That person don't need that money. I end up calling the person and telling her to meet me. This is the same day my daughter missing. I told her to meet me so I can give her this money. She said, ain't your daughter missing? I said, yes, ma'am, but I know what God told me to do. I went and blessed her without work. Working. Listen, listen. You're working. You were working okay. in the midst of faith. Ah. Okay. So, so my obedience. Okay, my obedience. Being faithful, knowing what God already promised me. My daughter was coming home. He used her voice to speak in my ear. Dove. 
um, a lady go to uh, used to go to our church. She called me. Ricky, you over? What you? Uh, I'm asleep. She couldn't believe I was asleep. My daughter missing. I went. I woke up, called the young lady, told her I was going to meet her to give her the money. Not even, two, not even ten minutes. I don't know how many minutes it was. My daughter called me with an address. This is where Arthur is. My other, my baby daughter who was missing. She said, "This is where she is." Call the police. I'm not calling the police. I'm going to get my daughter. Without work is dead. Okay, we have to. We have to. God wants us. Already know the outcome. We already know the outcome. It ain't good yet. It ain't over yet until it's good. It ain't over yet until it's good. And I went back to sleep and got 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 that voice. Got on the road, gave the money. Vanessa called, went and got my daughter. She laying up on 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 one of my phones. Got her, put her in the car, and I don't even know. Did I come back home? I was, I, 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 I still I'm still a blur to this day. What what else happened right after that? I don't know if I came home. I went straight to the hospital. I'm not sure, but the point I'm trying to push is obedience. Your faith, we need to believe this word that we read, every word. Not some, we have to take the, every, every, everything that's in this Bible. I believe everything. The same miracles he performed then, I see I see. Whoever say God ain't working like he used to, yes, he is. Put your faith in action. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Put your faith in action as though they were and make it happen. God will do the rest. God going to do. God going to do. In his will. Make sure it's in his will. Make sure it's in his will. And if it's in his will, it's going to be done. Even if he didn't bring her home, I knew he was able. I knew he was able. We have to have just that much faith. God, even if you don't bless me, I know. Serve you on the night. I beg you again. I'm going to do this every time if I can remember Get to know him. He wants a full relationship with you. A relationship, not not just going to church. A relationship. Going to church is not a relationship with Christ. Get in His Word. Find out who He is. What His principles are. What what how He wrote this book for us to go by. Everything that we went through, or going through, or getting ready to go through, is in this book. Everything to know him. If you don't know him as your personal savior tonight, repeat that. If you could just repeat after me, Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I committed. Come into my heart. Abide in my life. Lord, lead me and guide me every day from this day forward. 
I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose on the third day. Lord, I believe. I believe that you died and rose in your hand. All power. Not some power, but all power. And I believe that you that you died for my sins. Come into my heart and lead me from this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's it. Amen. I was going to ask Pastor if he had anything else he wanted to say. Um, the only thing the only thing I really had to say about everything was if you run into problems or monkey wrenches within the realm of what you're having, like whatever you have faith in, whatever it is, when you experience problems um, in that area or uh, stumbling blocks, whatever the case may be, that, that those are, it's not necessarily always bad. Those are learning points. Like it, you're always, from any situation, you can learn from it. So these situations are learning points as well as um, they're learning points as well as uh, testers of your faith. So, you know, um, that's all I have to say. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, that does it for tonight. The Royal Blues on Chaos Block Talk Radio. And Oliver, I thank you for the platform. I thank you for what God's doing in your life. Uh, everything is not always a test, but there is a test in whatever we do in life. When the tests come, keep faith in Christ. Do the works that God gives you to do. Your faith should have works. And with that, I want to say good night and God bless. Good night. Yeah.